Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Happy Monday. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. I'm Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. We got you here from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. each and every day going over everything happening in fantasy sports. Today, we're going to help you set a lineup in Major League Baseball in terms of DFS. Also talk a little best ball fantasy football, courtesy of Underdog, but Davis, no doubt. A lot of folks focused on what happened in the NBA last night. Things sort of righted the ship a little bit for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but I got to tell you, Boston's probably feeling really good going back home now, having this series tied at one. I mean, they they definitely did. Uh, I think steal a game. You know, uh, we, you know, the Warriors were up fifteen in that game one, and I thought some of the chatter from the Warriors side was pretty interesting. Of course, you know, Draymond Green is is this big outsized media personality these days, and he's like, look, you know, we dominated that game for forty minutes and we let it get away. Probably the biggest difference for the Warriors from game one to game two was the performance of Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was awful in the first game, basically, you know, was in the wrong spot defensively, wasn't making shots on offense, much different last night, 17 points, two steals, three rebounds, um, you know, basically was, was just uh, a really good spark for them off the bench, only needed to play 23 minutes. I also thought the return of Gary Payton to the rotation, pretty big deal because Gary Payton is a pretty convincing fifth guy to play if the Warriors want to go small with no Caban Looney. And that is, in mm-hmm. fact, what happened. I mean, Looney was pretty good in this game. But Peyton played the most minutes of any player off the bench, didn't miss a shot, three rebounds, three assists. And, um, I mean, honestly, I think Peyton's performance might have even been a bigger deal than Jordan Poole because Gary Peyton is uh, a dog on defense. I mean, just a, an unbelievably good defender. Yeah, good win for the Warriors for sure. And uh, no question, they uh, don't really have the advantage going into Boston, but they look really good last night, I would say for sure. All right, let's take a look at our headlines here as we begin the show. It is June 6, 2022. Here's what we got. Warriors have evened up the series. They are now tied at one, as we've been discussing. The other big piece of NBA news over the weekend was Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz have agreed to part ways. We saw this coming on Friday. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's future in Utah, definitely uncertain at this point. We'll get into that. Rafael Nadal, he won the French Open, his 14th and 22nd major. And in Major League Baseball, uh, over the weekend, uh, Miguel Andohar, despite the Yankees playing well, uh, asked for a trade. He requested a trade, and, uh, you know, certainly we'll see if the Yankees accommodate that or not. My guess is no. He's very cheap. (laughs) If anybody gets hurt, they could use him, so they're not just going to give him away. Uh, And then the other piece of baseball news over the weekend, unfortunately, Davis from a negative side. How about the Angels? Los Angeles Angels yesterday lost their 
11th straight game and uh, completely falling apart. Mike Trout in the biggest slump of his career. Also, when we left you last on Friday, Joe Girardi was fired. Guess how many games the Phillies have won since they fired him? Every single one of them, too. So that's the latest in baseball as well. Yeah, uh, and the Angels, um, they they called Joe Adele back up. He bats fifth against Kyle Gibson yesterday. So I mean, at least I'm at least glad he's back in the major leagues. But yeah, they they stink. And it was not that long ago, Craig. We were talking about, oh, you know, this might be this might be their year in the yeah. American League. They're they're making a run. Maybe this is the year they're buyers at the deadline. Cindergard is is not elite anymore, but a pretty good fourth starter. And you know, I I hate to do this. But, you know, clearly Otani has regressed a little bit, both as a pitcher and as a hitter. And I mean, you know, like how much could we have expected him to be the absolute best player in baseball, you know, doing both of those jobs. But he is a little bit worse at both of those. And if he is going to be a little bit worse and Trout is going to slump and Taylor Ward is not the best player in Major League Baseball and Anthony Rendon is on the I.L., well, I mean, then you start to they, they become much more of a league average team. But I'm I'm very much hoping they stop this kid because don't we want Otani to have some meaningful moments in his career? Don't we want Otani, you know, taking the ball in game five of the ALCS and also, you know, maybe hitting a home run or a go-ahead double or something like that? Like I I it would just be very lame to me if Otani never gets a marquee moment in the playoffs for the Angels. Yeah, and, and by the way, with the extra wildcard team, they still have a great shot for that wildcard. I think what this 11-game losing streak did is solidify, Davis, the fact that the Astros are still the best team in the West, and it's not particularly close. And I think that's kind of what happened uh, over the last week or so. But to say that the Angels are out of it is a, is a huge stretch. There's still a lot of baseball to play, and uh, you can be 500 or a game under 500 right now, both in the AL and NL, and be very much in it. What you can't do is be like, your Royals. <laughs> You can't have like the worst record in baseball at this point. Uh, but even Pittsburgh's having a pretty decent year. There have been some surprises for sure in baseball, no doubt. Um, uh, also, in terms of the NHL, Davis, we didn't get to this. I know we have 30 seconds, but uh, and we'll talk about it later in fantasy reality too. But uh, hockey's been really exciting over the last couple of days as well. I don't know if you caught any over the weekend. I did. I watched. Uh, I actually watched all of it because uh, we didn't have anything to do after we got done golfing. So we were watching all the games. The Avalanche get up three zero on the Oilers, mm-hmm. and uh, look, it's. I don't know. You you kind of hate to go there, but it does kind of feel like the Avalanche are the team of destiny. I mean, they are just steamrolling everyone, and there are reasons to not believe in the Lightning if they come back, and there are definitely reasons to not believe in the Rangers who have just had to scrap for everything this year. They're just Shesterkin. It's just been unbelievable for them in goal, but uh, very excited for my Colorado avalanche. And the good news too, is that with the Warriors, I say this all the time, but with the Warriors series uh, with Boston tied at one, what does that mean? We got a five game series. We got a full other week of NBA basketball here to talk about on fantasy sports today. All right, coming up next, uh, not a full slate of major league baseball, but a slate we're going to break down nonetheless. So break out your draft apps coming up next. David is going to help you set a DFS baseball lineup. We're off and running here on Fantasy Sports today. Great to be with you on the end. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio 
and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. Our segment coming up is going to talk a little best ball fantasy football. Can't wait to do that with Davis, courtesy of Underdog. That's in about 10 minutes from now. For those of you who are watching on demand, you can hit fast forward. If you're watching us live, thanks for being part of our show here on this Monday, Davis. Uh, not a full slate in Major League Baseball tonight. Quite a few teams having a day off, but that doesn't mean we can't dive in over on DraftKings. What does the slate look like to you? Uh, to me, and I don't want to you know, ruin anything by giving a spoiler alert, but it does seem to me that that team that uh, has lost 11 games in a row, you're counting on a win tonight. That's, that's what it seems to me here. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that the Los Angeles Angels are in a pretty good spot. I, I love to pick on Michael Walker. I mean, just in general, now that we have seen a reversal of the trend with the baseball, that uh, temperatures are up, and, and clear, there's been some good research done by some guys over at The Athletic, uh, Baseball Savant, I think. But basically... Uh, right around April 25th, 26th, there was a clear change in the behavior of the baseball. Now, it's hard to say, did MLB do this on purpose? Was it an accident? You know, I mean, we, we just don't know because Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball don't really want to communicate about this topic. But clearly something has changed with the baseball. And uh, so, so guys who were, you know, kind of started the season well, getting a lot of ground balls, things like that they've started to struggle a little bit. And Waka is one of those guys to me where when he's up against, you know, some left-handed power bats, I think, uh, I think that's a good spot to attack. All right. So let's take a look at tonight's slate. Of course, we always start off with the starting pitchers and let's take a run at a couple of guys here tonight. The first is going to be Hunter Green of the Cincinnati Reds. Whenever I see his name in Davis's lineup, I know tomorrow morning, either he's going to make a lot of money or it's going to be over in the first 30 minutes of the game. That's the way it works. Christian Javier priced for 9100 at Houston. Uh, to me, one of the baseball teams that we don't talk about enough here on the show, Davis. They're just a juggernaut of a team. It doesn't matter who they lose. Are you kidding me? They lose George Springer. It doesn't matter. They lose Correa. It doesn't matter. They lose Greinke. It doesn't matter. It's like Houston just keeps rolling. So why not throw one of their starting pitchers out there tonight? Yep, Javier has been pretty good. He also has a great matchup tonight against Seattle. I don't like the most expensive 
pitcher on the slate, Robbie Ray against the Astros. I mean, the Astros are just so good against right-handed starting pitching, even though, you know, their best hitter, Jordan Alvarez, is left-handed. But just a, a classic good spot. Don't love Carrasco against the Padres, although, I mean, one could argue the Padres are actually kind of a plus EV matchup for starting pitching. And then, honestly, really not a very strong pitching slate, guys like Cal Quantrill, Blake Snell, Bumgarner, center guard against Boston. I, I just don't really have any interest. I do think Javier is going to be really popular. I'm very interested to see what ownership projections are on Hunter Green. Uh, last time he started against Boston, we did use him in our lineup. And Craig, he got eight strikeouts in three and two-thirds mm -hmm. innings. So he got the strikeouts. But what happens with him? He gives up the home runs. He gives up some walks. Uh, he gave up six hits in that game, uh, including two home runs, I believe. So he gave up the four earned runs. He was out of the game. Much better matchup for him tonight, playing at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, uh, I mean, a very, very anemic offense for the Arizona Diamondbacks at Green uh, easily my my favorite starting pitching play of the night, and I think we're getting a huge discount salary wise on him sitting there at seven thousand six hundred. So feel really good about him, and then Javier is just kind of the best of the rest in my opinion. All right, so let's take a look at the lineup tonight, which of course will make the money, make or break here with some of these players, no doubt. We'll start off with a little Blue Jays stack. Alejandro Kirk is priced at forty five hundred. He's at the catcher position. Shohei Otani is 50, is it six? 56? Yeah, 5,600 tonight for the Los Angeles Angels. Santiago Espinal, also of the Jays, he's at 3,700. Matt Chapman, let's st keep stacking. He is at 3,900. And then Mauricio Dubon is priced minimum, almost minimum, I think, uh, 2,300 tonight. So the Toronto Blue Jays uh, are just not nearly as good on offense as we anticipated. And I think part of that is they're a team that is structured to absolutely clobber left-handed starting pitching, but you just don't face lefties that often, right? It's just, it's just pretty much math that you're not getting to face left-handed starting pitching that often. They score six runs against the lefty Devin Smeltzer. Yesterday, they get another lefty today for my Kansas City Royals. They're going to be facing up against Daniel Lynch. Uh, and I would love for Daniel Lynch to become, you know, the new the new Clayton Kershaw, but uh, it's definitely not happening right now. So all of the right-handed Blue Jays, Kirk, Springer, Bichette, Vlad, Teoscar, Chapman, Espinal, all of them, uh, I just think it's a really good spot for the right-handed Blue Jays. So I'll be in on all of them. Uh, as we talked about in the lead-in, I do think this is a pretty good spot for the Angels. Uh, I've been, and just any any slate where I can afford Otani and Trout together, you kind of need things to work. You know, you need uh, a minimum price bat like Devon, who has, by the way, uh, been getting a premium lineup position for the Astros every so often. Uh, it's either second or seventh for him. Uh, I'm, I'm betting on him batting second tonight, but if he doesn't, I think I think at that price, it's still fine for him to, uh, to get, uh, for him to bat seventh with that matchup against Robbie Ray. And uh, Espinal, same thing. Uh, they've been moving him around in the lineup. He's batted leadoff. He's batted second. And he's batted seventh for them all over the last week. I'm thinking he will bat second today because none of the outfielders got a day off for the last week. So Springer and Hernandez have played every game for the last week. They, they played on the getaway day on Sunday. So I'm wondering if the off day for one of those two is going to be today, which will have Espinal batting second. 
All right, so lots of Jays tonight. As uh, Davis mentioned, lefty versus the Jays, definitely the play tonight if you're playing the offense. Now let's take a look at the outfielders here. Uh, Mike Trout, he is priced tonight at 5800 although obviously uh, going through the worst slump of his career. So hoping for a breakout there. Tiasca Hernandez, who mashes lefties for the Jays, he's at 4200 And then a Franchi Cordero sighting here on the show today. He is priced at 3200 this evening. Yeah, Cordero, honestly, Cordero is just one of my pet players. Um, He's just just one of those guys I've always wanted to see get extended playing time. And uh, he is getting extended playing time for the Boston Red Sox this year. He's just not batting high in the order. He bats eighth or ninth most days. But he is up to 104 plate appearances this year. What's funny is that, you know, with with Franchi, it's always just been, well, if the guy stays healthy for a whole year, you know, you're getting – 30 home mm-hmm. runs and 10 stolen bases. Uh, he has not stolen any bases yet this year, and he still only has three home runs. He's uh, so he's, he's actually kind of getting uh, you're, you're getting worse return from him than you would have imagined based on the plate appearances. But uh, just one of those guys who has had a lot of power in limited plate appearances in the past. And I, I like the matchup for the Boston Red Sox tonight against center guard Hernandez. Uh, he, I mean, talk about disappointing blue Jays. Like, this is a guy who looked like he was, you know, maybe one of their future building blocks and has not been that good this year, but 4,200 for him against the lefty, really good price uh, in my perception. And then you are, you're, you're totally right about Trout. I wonder if he's playing through an injury right now, but if he's not, if Mike Trout is not playing through an injury and the Angels have this really high team total and Michael Walker can't strike anyone out and he's got to try and get everyone out via ground ball, Mike Trout has, I mean, it's like not even close. He just destroys ground ball pitchers because if you pitch to contact against Mike Trout, like he's going to be able to do whatever he wants with that ball. That's just the nature of the game. Like you can't pitch to contact against a healthy Mike Trout. So I am in on that little Angels mini stack of Otani and Trout tonight for sure. I think it's Trout 0 for 26 or something like that. I think I don't think he got a hit all uh, the last like five or six games or something like that. I think for him. They're calling it the the worst slump of his career, but it's like sort of acceptable when you're talking about the best player maybe ever. Yeah, his last hit came on the 28th against the Toronto Blue Jays. He went three for four in that game. But uh, yeah, I mean, he is he is oh for his last five games, and mm. it's probably never happened before. My guess would be that has never happened before. That he's never gone hitless five games in a row in his career before. Yeah, uh, to think that that could happen to anybody just sort of tells the story of baseball, no question. All right, coming up next, fantasy football season is almost upon us. We've got OTAs going on right now and probably like one more solid month until fantasy football really heats up. But that doesn't mean best ball season is off and running. So coming up next, courtesy of Underdog Davis, is going to give us a little bit of an idea as to some of the strategies for playing best ball fantasy football. Stay on the grid. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. I'm Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. We've got NFL OTAs going on right now. Of course, we know the schedule. We know the players just haven't started the season yet, but that's coming fast and furious. Less than three months away from the NFL season beginning, Davis. So it's probably a good time to dive into some best ball tournaments. And uh, certainly over at Underdog, they're giving you plenty of opportunities to get involved. Let's kind of get into the best way to do that. So the best way to do that right now would be to enter Best Ball Mania 3. There is a $10 million prize pool on Underdog, $2 million to first place, $1 million to second place, $1 million to the regular season total points champion. You are going to enter into a 12-team Best Ball draft. You get 18 roster spots every week, one quarterback, two running backs, Three wide receivers, one tight end, and a flex spot out of your 18 guys. You don't do anything. You just draft. The computer automatically selects your highest scoring players. Then after week 14, the first round of the playoffs begins in week 15. Then the field cuts again in week 16. And then it all culminates in a 480-team final uh, that we're really trying to optimize for that 480-person final because so much of that money is there. And they're also running a contest right now called the Puppy. $75,000 to first place, $5 entry, and uh, just runs as a shadow tournament. Same cut down weeks 15, 16, 17 for the playoffs. And uh, I've been in these streets, so if you've been drafting, you've probably been drafting against me over the last couple weeks. Awesome. So go to Underdog right now, check it out, download the app, no question. Our focus today, Davis, is going to be on players that you have to make a decision on probably come draft time in August uh, in your season-long league. But in best ball, it's even more challenging because these are players that are currently hurt or expected to miss some time. And we're not really quite sure what's going to happen until they report in July. And so I'd love to go through some ADP with you as far as those players. Also suspensions, I should mention, involved in this as well. Yes, there are, uh, these are, these are basically the guys that I'm just kind of having a hard time figuring out. Should I be drafting these guys? Should I not be drafting the guys? You know, what is the risk reward, particularly the pending suspension? So Alvin Kamara uh, makes this list. He's going right at the end of the second round. There is, of course, uh, reportedly a video of an incident, basically a violent altercation between him and, uh, you know, just a, a civilian that uh, there's been no ruling from the NFL, right? We don't know how long he's going to be suspended, if he's going to be suspended at all. I think pretty clearly the market is pricing in some level of suspension because if there was no suspension at all, Alvin Kamara last season, I mean, he was on pace to have the best 
year of his career, would have been the most touches of his career. And that came, by the way, in a crappy New Orleans Saints offense. You know, I think that any sort of reservations like, oh, you know, they're just going to be bad. They're going to really limit possessions. They're not going to be throwing the ball down the field. I mean, I don't think any of that matters for Alvin Kamara because he himself is so good and such a driver of what their offense is going to do. Uh, I suppose Dalvin Cook could have made this list because there's there's not a suspension for him either, but there is, you know he is involved in a domestic violence lawsuit right now. Uh, the market seems to be pricing that in a little bit. He goes right around the tail end of the first round. I, I you know I, I feel a little bit more comfortable drafting Dalvin Cook because it seems as if maybe he is a victim of this domestic violence lawsuit as opposed to the perpetrator, but. Definitely, I, I, I don't feel very comfortable drafting Alvin Kamara because anytime you know there's a video of the incident, we saw this with Ray Rice, we saw this with Kareem Hunt. When when there is you know video evidence of right. some sort of incident, it just feels like guys are going to miss time. Yeah. All right. So so let let's go into some of the other players and uh, let's do injuries. Uh, Chris Godwin is one that obviously you know had a season-ending injury at the end of last year. Um, you know, there's no question at this point with his ADP at 54, it feels like there's a lot of folks that are still bullish that Godwin will be back and be back on time. I would suppose Davis, his ADP, if he's a hundred percent healthy, would be somewhere in the thirties. If I had to guess fifties means he's like a fourth round pick essentially right now. And, uh, and I guess the other part with Godwin that does make some sense, Davis, is that, you know, the injuries, the leg injuries that players can have, if, if you're just completely reliant on speed. Maybe you worry a little bit, but Godwin, not so much. He'll play on the inside, he'll play on the outside, and maybe that's a factor here too. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I do think probably the signing of Russell Gage indicates that maybe the Buccaneers don't feel that great about him being ready for week one because Gage and Godwin, I, you know, obviously Godwin is much better, but they do kind of play a similar position, going to run a lot of the routes out of the slot and things like that. Um Godwin, I, I just feel like you kind of have to draft, uh, even at this cost, even if you think he's going to miss the first six weeks. I mean, one, the Buccaneers are one of the pass-heaviest teams in football. And two, with no Antonio Brown, I think when Godwin is back in the lineup, I mean, I, we saw this when Antonio Brown started to miss games for the Buccaneers last year. Godwin was just getting absolutely pelted with targets, you know, kind of a, a Devontae Adams-esque target share of that Buccaneers offense. And, you know... Who knows if Gronk plays? You know, reportedly the Buccaneers are hopeful that he signs, but if he doesn't, I mean, Godwin is just, I, I would not be surprised to see a 200 target uh, pace for, for a season for Godwin. And, and also, you know, I mean, we have just seen guys come back from these lower body injuries sooner and sooner over the last couple of years in the NFL. So even if he does miss the six weeks, I feel decent about Godwin at this price tag. He's about the wide receiver 25 that goes off the board and, I mean, you know, they play the Carolina Panthers in week 17, that very important week. That should be, you know, basically a pretty easy matchup for him. So I feel I feel very good about drafting him where he goes right now, even assuming he might miss six games. All right. Speaking of missing games, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended for a period of time. Uh, we're not really completely clear on him. Um, you know, Watson, you have here ADP 114. Robinson, by the way, you'll have to dive in a little harder on me with that one at uh, 148. So what, 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 what's the deal with Robinson? What am I missing here? So James Robinson tore his Achilles in, I believe, week 16, week 15 or week 16 for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, 
you know, the Cam Akers did come back very fast from his Achilles injury, but generally speaking, Achilles injuries have been a very bad spot for running backs to come back from. And then also, you know, the market is getting pretty excited about Travis Etienne. I'm definitely one of those people who is pretty excited about Travis Etienne. He plays the role of a running back that we want, right? What do we want from our running backs? We want touchdowns and we want receptions. You know, I we don't really care about rushing attempts on first and second down. Those, those don't really do anything for you in fantasy. You know, what what is 60 rushing yards get you? Uh, you know, three receptions and a touchdown is, is going right. to get you what you need. And, uh, you know, I mean, we talked about this a little bit on the show last week, just a great opportunity to fade Urban Meyer for the last time, you know, basically just betting on a big rebound for that Jacksonville Jaguars offense. However, Robinson has basically, I mean, he just has outproduced everyone in that backfield when he has been there. So would it really be that surprising for him to get back a little bit faster than the market is anticipating and for the coaching staff to reward, you know, his effort with rehab and everything and getting a bunch of touches. And, you know, at this spot of the draft, finding guys who have the ability to handle 20 touches a game, if things break their way, it, it gets pretty thin. You know, he's going he's going around a bunch of guys who are past, you know, J.B. McKissick's, Nikeem Hines's, guys like that. And if ETN underperforms or gets injured himself, there's a pretty pretty clear role there, I think, for James Robinson. Um, Hopkins, I'm really only drafting if I've selected Kyler Murray before he goes off. I, I don't really have any interest in, you know, DeAndre Hopkins in an entity of himself. I'm really only drafting him for a week 17 scenario where, you know, he has, they, they play the Atlanta Falcons in week 17. So an extremely good spot for the Arizona Cardinals, 10 catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns for DeAndre Hopkins that week, totally in play. And the market is clearly anticipating Deshaun Watson to miss at least, I, I would guess, about eight games. You know, he, he goes off as the 16th quarterback. He goes behind Trey Lance, behind Derek Carr, behind Aaron Rodgers, you know, right next to Tua. I, I will say for my part, the, the news seems to get worse about every single day for Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. I, I would not be surprised to see him not play at all this season. I, I really have not drafted him, uh, have not really drafted Amari Cooper the number one wide receiver in Cleveland. I think he's a little bit overpriced. So kind of the guys I'm targeting right now with the big question marks. Uh, I know I just laid out the the big bear case for James sure. Robinson, but it just feels like he's so cheap and the upside is so immense that Robinson and Godwin are the guys who are definitely going to miss some games who I am in on right now for sure. And, and of course, you know, over the course of this offseason, th this list is going to grow. We're only going to see more guys get injured in the preseason more guys get suspended for, you know, X, Y, or Z. Uh, so so this will probably be a recurring topic for us. And, and by the way, how long does Underdog have these contests going on? Is it just for June and July, or does it, that continue after? Yeah, I mean, it is, it's It's going to continue until they close, right? So the $5 draft, the puppy, the, I would guess that that, that first one is going to fill probably within the week. Then they'll take a couple weeks off and launch another one. But Best Ball Mania 3 has over 400,000 entries. That's not going to close. You know, that's not going to get full to, uh, filled until much closer to the start of the season. You know, maybe a week or a few days before the start of the NFL season. All right. So there you go. That's the way to get started over on Underdog as the Best Ball season fully underway in 2022. No question. All right. Coming up next, it's time for some fantasy or reality. So stay on the grid for that. And then, of course, we have the Sports Grid 60 I'll be back with you guys as well at 2 o'clock Eastern for another edition of Newswire. We have Carla Gay on the show today. We'll also hear from 
the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. Also, our contributors from Legal Sports Report will be with us as well. Our Newswire show is every day from 2 to 3 Eastern right here on Sports Grid. So stay on the grid. Davis and I will be right back in just a few minutes with some fantasy or reality. I hope you'll stay with us. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Make sure you are following us on social media. Here's how you do it. Go to Twitter, follow us at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news, notes, and information. Of course, picks against the spread. And uh, make sure you're following us there, as well as uh, myself at Craig Mish and Davis at Davis Maddock. And uh, Davis, I know that you had a big golf weekend. I guess the question is, is the handicap improving? What's, what's, what's the deal here? Weather's getting better in the Midwest. You should be getting better, too. You know what? I thought I was getting better up into this trip. We played a we played a Pete Dye course, so the greens were so fast. You know, they were all mounded, just just meant to be very tricky, Craig. I, it was so bad. I I played so poorly relative to kind of what I expected. I I spent uh, this morning researching lessons here in the St. Louis area. I I am wow. I'm sick. I'm sick of playing so bad. It's like I I've been playing a lot. My short game is getting better. My putting is getting a little bit better, but uh, I I just don't I I am I should be hitting the ball further off the tee than I do. And I watch my swing, and I'm like, this swing is so bad. It's 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 clearly such a homemade swing with no uh, no lesson is that no no professionalism has ever went into the swing. I'm sick of it. I I got to get lessons. It's got to happen. All right. Well, listen, um, you know. Once you do, it usually starts turning almost immediately. I think the results will be there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear at least you got out there this weekend. Here it was just rainy all weekend long. Not much we could do. Although it did go to one baseball game on Saturday. Fun game, Giants and Marlins. All right, uh, time to get to some fantasy 
or reality. All right, Davis, this is your shot here. Colorado Avalanche tonight taking on the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, a huge win in game three for Colorado, which has basically pushed the Edmonton Oilers to the brink. What does FanDuel say tonight? It says Colorado, pretty heavy favorite, minus 140. Usually when teams go up 3-0, there is a sweep, although lately in sports we've seen some 3-1s, I think. Uh, boy, if Edmonton has anything left to give, they're going to give it all tonight, Davis. Fantasy or reality, the Avalanche will advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. But it's got to be tonight for this, fantasy or reality. So this is pretty interesting. I mean, I, I know the way that this goes in basketball because obviously in my lifetime, I have watched many more uh, you know basketball playoff games and basketball playoff series, mostly because for a huge chunk of my life before the Avalanche acquired Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, and Miko Rantanen, they were terrible. I mean, they were like the worst team in the league for a long time. And then they made the playoffs by accident a couple times when I was like in high school. They got they got absolutely smoked by the San Jose Sharks, I believe, in the 2008 playoffs, like just so bad. So I have not watched that many. So I, I don't actually know do we get the dead cap bounce in hockey more often than in basketball? Because a lot of the times in basketball, you you don't get the gentleman sweep. You don't get the 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 team that's trailing 3-0. A lot of the times, those guys, they just every dribble, they're just thinking Cancun. You know, uh, they, they, they just, they're, they're seeing the beach. I, I do wonder if, you know, hockey places a lot more emphasis on like, you know, grit and effort and, and never say, it's just kind of more of the culture of hockey than it is in basketball. And also uh, hockey is like just a more high variance game because the, the scoring is not iterative. It's event-based, you know, like in, in basketball, it's iterative. So the team that's better is going to come out ahead, you know, a huge chunk of the time. There's been some great work done uh, by, I want to say, I want to say by basketball spot, that might not be right on like the best team by net rating, winning the playoff series, just a huge chunk of the time. That's not necessarily true in hockey. So I'm actually going to go the other way on my boys. I'm going to say that this is a fantasy. And I'm going to say the, the Oilers are, they're too good to be swept. You know, I just, I just don't really see it. The Avalanche have gotten kind of lucky with their backup goalie, Pavel Frank, who's playing pretty well with Darcy Kemper injured. So I, I'm going to say the Oilers do scratch one back. So fantasy and the abs win in five. Yeah, I'll say reality. I'll go the other way on this one. And again, I, I can't speak to it as well. Uh, paying attention to series, but just in general, when a team knows they're done, they're usually done. Uh, the other thing that's sort of unfortunate for Edmonton, it's not like these totals, Davis, are four and a half or five or five and a half. It's like there's so many goals in these games that are being scored between these two teams. And I know the last two have gone under the total of seven, uh, but you know, it's even when you're feeling good about a one nothing lead in Edmonton, you're really not even feeling good about a one nothing lead because you know that the Avalanche are going to score four or five every single game. Uh, Avalanche win tonight. It's over. McDavid is going to have to come back next year and try again. I got Colorado advancing to the Stanley Cup final. All right. Uh, finally, well, not finally, we're not there yet, but uh, in North Carolina, I've seen this actually on television. Um, there is a cheese race every single year. And what people do is they go to the top of a hill and they roll cheese all the way down the hill, Davis. I've actually, I don't know where I've seen this on television, but I definitely have seen it. I feel like it was on like Netflix. Oh, Ireland, excuse me, Ireland. Uh, was it on Netflix or something? I feel like I have seen this this play out. 
Um, but anyway, uh, they, that's what it is. We are the champions. Okay, so I have seen it. Thank you very much. All right. So uh, watch that whole thing. Thought it was very entertaining. But I have a different answer probably than you on this. Fantasy reality, you would participate in a cheese race. I don't know why I said uh, North Carolina. It's in Ireland. That's correct. I mean, I don't even really need to know the specifics. Like, am I eating cheese while I'm racing? Am I chasing a block? Like, I don't care. I know, love cheese. Confusing. I'm yeah. in. Don't even care. In total reality, I am a, I am a, a cheese connoisseur. You know, I love like a good... Uh, just like a really nice, classy smoked Gouda. Uh, but like, and, you know, and I never eat crappy cheese, right? Like Asiago table cheese, never. Uh, you know, we don't have craft slices in our house. We go, uh, when we go to the, and, and maybe this will change when I'm a parent and I got picky kids or I don't want to spend $900 every time I go to the grocery store. But, you know, like our sliced cheese, we go to the deli counter at the grocery store to go and get it. Like if I'm going to eat something, as calorie dense and as nutrient rich as cheese, I want it to be good cheese. I want I want that to be a, a bite worth the calories. Love cheese. I'm in. I don't need to know the specifics. This is a reality for me, Craig. Yeah, if you knew the specifics, it would be a fantasy because you would have very little chance of staying on your feet in this thing. So this okay. hill is, is very steep. Like now you skateboard. So you obviously have agility better than a lot of other people. And you go up and down, like, you know, you go on a steep hill or a bank. You on a board, you probably could do it. So there's a chance for Davis Maddock here, here amongst. I just don't think that you would take it on. There's no skateboard. It's basically you running down a hill. You're probably going to wipe out. I've seen the videos here. Are half the people wiping out Davis that I've seen in this race? Probably not. Or a third? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a third or just eating it immediately on the ground because it's very steep um so uh craig from uh 30 years old yes it would be reality craig at 49 probably not so i i do think it's fun uh we got this information on what to talk about here for this for the show last night i didn't even need to look because i remember seeing this on television and thinking it was really funny and cool but also the fact that i'm just too old unfortunately for this sort of thing kind of sad so uh, I got fantasy for me on the cheese race, but definitely would recommend watching that We Are the Champions thing because I definitely uh, thought it was cool. Very funny. Um, and there's there's like history behind it too and awards and the fastest to ever do it. It's really cool. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, okay, so finally, now listen, I saw this pop up in the rundown uh, today, which is basically, you know, Brett sets the topics and then I research the topics transparently try to do as little as possible but to understand so we can expand when we get here this one i did nothing because if i did the research then that would ruin the whole thing so this is just simply no lead in here and a question and we throw it to davis fantasy or reality you know what the platinum jubilee is so i have a rough idea of what it is and the only reason i know is because uh, one of my actually one of my favorite podcasts is a, is a history podcast. Uh, it's called The Rest Is History. the The twist is the two guys that host it are British, so they are they're from I mean they're they're English, right? They're from England. Uh, Dominic Sandbrook and Tom Holland. Funnily enough, the guy's name is is Tom Holland, not not that Tom Holland, a, a history author named Tom Holland. And so I I pick up these little British culture things, and this also happens from following soccer as well as like i pick up like little british things that the average uh, american has you know no reason to care about so uh I'll, I'll i'll need to be fact check on this but i believe 
the platinum jubilee is is 75 years of a monarch uh, of of you know the king or the queen being in that position for 75 years uh and then you know the the jubilee is is uh it's like i in a i think in the american context of this would just be like like a a fair or like a a public celebration type thing i i i think that's what it is uh okay so um i have no idea and i'm going to have to take your word for it on this one um i would have guessed that this was a drink of some kind platinum jubilee sounds something like a drink that i would have like a uh, like at, i believe it's at the masters they have those or something or kentucky derby i'm sorry kentucky derby the mint julep yeah mint julep so <laughs> i thought oh platinum jubilee right this sounds like a drink somewhere else um so i have no idea I have no idea. It is a fantasy. Now I think you can Google if you want. You're a fast Googler. You could do that. I didn't want to do it before the show. I was like, if I do this and I and I see what it is, then I'd just be lying to everybody on television here. So uh, I, I, I so I was wrong. It was not 75 years. It is okay. uh, 70 years. And ah. uh, apparently, this is um, yeah. It's a it's a celebration held to mark an anniversary amongst monarchies. It usually refers to a seventh our 70th anniversary. And uh, mm. according to this quick Google, aside from Queen Victoria, no other okay. queen or king of Great Britain has ever reigned for longer than 60 years. So this is this would have been their their first platinum jubilee in quite some time. Queen Victoria was a long time ago, if my if my memory serves. So well, obviously, it would have to be because there's only one queen at a time. And we are right. 70 years into the reign here of uh, of this current queen which is just a weird thing that it's, it's just it's very odd to to think of monarchies and and things like that existing in our current world it feels very anachronistic yeah no I, I i think it's cool so now i get a chance to go you know take a look usually what happens is when i hear these things i don't know what they are then after the show i sit here in my chair for like five minutes i'm like all right what did i miss on today's show that's usually like a player or something i go back and say all right this is what and this will be my topic for for after the show today. Uh, Davis, by the way, I did want to mention here at the end, it took me a while. I did get to the end of Stranger Things. I did finish this. I didn't realize that they're doing more, but I am at the yes. end. I don't did you get did you get to the end of the line? Got to the end. I think it's kind of interesting the way they're doing it where they're they're holding out the the two hour finale until finale? Uh, July fourth oh. weekend. Yeah, so so July fourth weekend, July first, uh, the 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 two. I think it's maybe even longer than two hours. And I'm I I haven't been able to confirm. Is this is that like the end? Is that it? Yeah. Are they? Is yes. there no more? Yeah. I mean, that feels like a bad business decision from Netflix. Like it feels like it feels like this is kind of their crown jewel. I would, you know, maybe we'll get like a prequel or something, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Hard to get through though. My gosh, the episodes are like an hour and a half, and so like people using together times throughout the day to get those done got it done though finally yesterday all right coming up next is the sports grid 60 so stay with us davis and i will have that and as i mentioned i'll be back with you at two o'clock eastern for newswire sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish and Davis Maddock. One more shameless plug for my show coming up 2 o'clock Eastern. It is Newswire. Carlin Gay from the Sporting News is going to break down last night's game in the NBA. Contributors on the show as well. 2 o'clock Eastern right here on Sports Grid. All right, let's turn it over to Davis here on this Monday and see what he has for today's Sports Grid 60. So I kind of just have a, a weird little thought experiment, but on underdog fantasy, Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end, not as a quarterback. Now, the Saints have a legit backup quarterback now, Andy Dalton, instead of uh, Trevor Simeon or Ian Book. So I've kind of just been trying to work out, is Taysom, is he just a gadget player? Is he actually going to play tight end? What are the odds he gets one start as a quarterback, some snaps as a quarterback, some goal line packages, you know, things, things along, uh, along those lines. I've been taking him a little bit. I mean, you know, it's a week 17 contest. If he starts a quarterback in week 17 against the Eagles, obviously you will uh, need him to win the $2 million, but it is just, if anyone has any thoughts on this, if I'm, if I'm wrong, if I'm way off base, I would, uh, I would love for you guys to share those with me. All right, uh, I want to end the show with, uh, you know, a little breaking news in the sports card industry. Of course, Davis and I spent a lot of time talking about uh, sports cards in 2021. Uh, and it was announced, I guess, earlier this morning or late last night that uh, PSA, which is, you know, Professional Sports Authenticator, they have opened back up again to group submitters. And instead of charging $50 a card, they're now charging only $30 a card. Now, you know, sort of thought about it. And, you know, haven't really submitted a lot of cards to get graded over the last year just because that $50 price and thought $30, you know, that seems like probably still a little bit much. No, of course not. I'm going to submit cards again. I'm such a sucker. I'm sending in like all these cards ready to go. Time to get cards graded again and uh, and hopefully do well. I've done pretty well with that over the last couple of years. That'll do it for the show. Thanks again to LTN and Danny and Ryan on the graphics. And for Brett Levy and David Fnatic, I'm Craig Mish. Be back here at 2. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.